AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hello and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. We met for a reason. Either you're a blessing or a lesson. Anonymous. I love hanging out with Tracy. I can't tell you how much fun I I love hanging out with myself. I think it's so important as people that we love ourselves first. And what summed that up for me, and especially as a mom, because, you know, we multitask, we're nurturing all over the place for our children. When I was on a plane and Radiance was really little, she was maybe about two or three. And I remember really paying attention to the flight attendants with the exits and the entrances and all of this stuff. And I remember when she said, first, you parents, you put on the mask so that you can assist your child. That's what loving yourself is about. When you love yourself first, then your love can pour out in other directions towards other people, to things, to passions and desires. But it has to start with you first. And there are people 
that come into our lives. And I always emphasize to my children and to Soraya, my granddaughter, if people who come into your lives don't make you feel good and uplift your soul, why are you wasting time? Why are you wasting energy being sad and arguing and frustrating? That's a lesson. And the lesson is don't invite everybody to the party because not everybody can show up and be there for you. Today, I will fall in love with myself first. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash Zero. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I have been waiting anxiously for this day, for this guest. So many reasons. You guys will put it all together at the end of this interview. But she is a casting director extraordinaire. I can't even be more proud of her. Like she's my child. Every time I see her credit. No, I don't care if she cries (laughs) on on, on Zoom. She can cry. When I tell you I've known her since she was eight years old, I will never forget the day that Asia came to me and she was like, she wanted to learn casting. (laughs) Like, what kid asked you about casting? Because I have a daughter who never asked me about casting, right? So I wanted to, and I'm friends with her. Her mother is my sister, my soul sister. And I think your mother said, make it difficult for her, like make her work, right? That sounds about right. 
And I'm telling you, back in the day, we had manila envelopes that would be delivered in boxes. Yes, in tons and of And I said, Asia, you open up these um, manila envelopes and you file them according to, you know, their race and their age and this. And, and that was eight years old. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to stand up and put your <laughs> hands together for casting director oh extraordinaire. No, when we talk about her credits, no. Asia Lou, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh gosh. I'm like, is my hair looking okay? You look amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my I gosh. Look. Yep. That was day one. Day Thank one. Eight. And I think specifically, I believe you were casting New York Undercover, which mm-hmm. was legendary. And I remember one day coming into the office and you said, you said, okay, today. I want you to find everyone's picture who you feel belongs in jail. Because <laughs> you were doing a jail scene. <laughs> yes. And you said, if you see anybody who looks like they belong in jail, put them in this pile, right? And then anyone who doesn't, put them in this pile. And I was like, oh, okay, I can do that. And I was just busting them down. Boop, boop. He belongs, he belongs. She, mm, no, no. And I remember afterwards, because you, you went through the pal and you were like, oh, yeah, okay. He <laughs> <laughs> <Asia> should knew. He <laughs> should knew. But yeah. you know what? Back in the day, back in that, during that time, music videos too, people, their pictures were the characters. Yep. Because I remember saying to a lot of people like, video girls would say to me, you know, why am I only getting these type of roles? And I'm like, well, you can't show your cleavage in every photo. Mm. You know what I mean? Because everybody Mm -hmm. is really identifying. And brothers, I remember brothers like rest in peace, Michael K. Williams would have the cornrows and it was like automatically assumed drug dealer in jail. You know what I mean? So, and I would say us, because this is where I, I wanted to come from in terms of teaching is looking at people for face value and the potential of what they could be as opposed to what they're giving us. And then that's it. That's all they can be. And I think, which is a great segue, I think that's why there's so much diversity in your career. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just read off some credits here. I just need to, I tell them to go to imdb.com, Aja. (laughs) Let me tell you, let's start with Ready to Love, okay? The TV series, Married at First Sight, which is one of my favorite shows in the whole wide world. Human behavior, actors need to watch it. Um, well, wait, wait, let me just correct that because it was Married at First Sight. It was a spinoff from Married at First Sight. It was Honeymoon Island. So I just want to correct that. Okay, well, that I want to say Honeymoon, yeah, that Honeymoon was actually, Island was brilliant. If it's anything like yeah. Married, <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it was, it's all human behavior, even with Ready to Love. It, it's it all... Is. The Human Behavior, which is a good case study. One of my favorite shows with Anthony Anderson, To Tell the Truth TV series, The Cut, another one of my favorite new shows, Put a Ring on It, Big Brother, American Idol. And I know you're currently working on another show. Yes. Or shows. Yes. Um, So I just found a love for reality TV. That was, that just became like, my love and commercials. So um, I still do tons and tons and tons of commercials. Those are like 
my my hearts, my loves. And I found a love for reality TV about five years ago. And so, um, oh Lord, my my brain just went blank. Oh, my new shows. So uh, everything, <laughs> predominantly, I have so much going on in my head. Predominantly, like almost everything that I work on a lot of times is either a reality TV series, a competition or development. So within the last three years, I've had the chance to develop new shows um, mm. directly with networks, directly with production companies, which is very interesting. Did you see that new deadline article that came out like three days ago regarding? OK, so there's a new deadline. article. we have to read everybody okay. has regarding how television is putting the African-American community in a not not a not a positive light. And a lot of wow. it comes from the people who are making decisions on these shows, specifically reality TV shows. They're not they're not our color. Right. right. So you know, they're making decisions and, you know, pushing shows in different directions because of what they feel that we are. So, you know, I feel I'm every day I'm fighting for better for black people, for African-Americans, I'm fighting every single day. So that article was really, really important to me because that's what I'm fighting for now. So I'm seeing a lot of the, a lot of the ideals for reality television definitely starts in the development phase, right? So right. I'm doing a lot of, lot of development. So currently I'm not sure if I can say for what network yet, but right. I am doing, I did a development show last year. It got picked up this year. So I'm casting season one right now. And what it is, is, yeah, I'm really excited about this one because we're telling, it, it's basically African-American women giving us their experience in dating, like what happened in their relationships, their marriages, like what happened, you know, prior, what, what happened in their upbringing, what baggage did they carry from their upbringing to, to mm. their relationships. So, I'm really feeling like this Brilliant. is a spark of, you know, of us really getting a chance to tell our real stories because, Absolutely. you know, reality TV, there is a lot of reality parts in it because these people are themselves, right. but we're seeing a lot of the same images constantly being pushed right. here, which is like the housewife vibes, you know, not everybody got this luxurious life and stuff. So I know I'm just probably a long winded, but I just want no, to make beautiful. sure everybody understands that, you know, there's people like me and a lot of other African-American casting people in reality that are fighting for better images every single day. And we're fighting for better shows, better things that can portray us in, you know, and who we, who we really are, not necessarily, you know, always the last one the the one who you know living this luxurious life but was a stripper like you know that's kind of just where they see it so i'm constantly fighting so this new show i'm really excited because it's everyday women you know they don't have to have this luxurious life it's really you know telling their real stories on what is happening to the african-american single woman or right you know, period so i'm excited about that one and i do have to say big brother we had our first Black winner last season, which was really tough. <laughs> was that okay. Candy? No, no, no. So, okay. So technically Tamar is the first first, right? But right. because it's celebrity big brother, they don't consider that they don't, because that's a really a whole nother show. They right. don't consider her the first, but last year, Xavier, who was a lawyer, was our first black winner of big brother. And I don't know if you saw it, but Every black person on Big Brother, they made a pact 
that, okay, we're going to ensure one of us wins. So they stuck together to the end and they literally got everybody out of there to force a black winner. Cause this show has been on for over 21 years. I was going to say 20 years, right? 20 something years, like 20, I think it's going on 23 now. Wow. No, the black people are always bloop, 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 out, 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 that part. Yeah. So, you know, I, I always have to find like a really thin line on, you know, like what to give the network and then what we need to see image wise, which is, you know, it's pretty tough, but Hey, so let me ask you this because you know, my show inside the black box with Emmy award winning Joe Morton, that is the platform that we are creating for us to get these stories out here for us to know what really is going on Mm -hmm. in 2020 in the industry for black people and people of color. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy that you are inside and in the networks and you have a voice and you are fighting. I often feel like this show is life imitating art itself. Mm -hmm. And so my question to you is, what is it that the networks, these executives are holding on to in terms of our images that they think, right? Like, so I feel like, well, if the images uh, are of us being drug addicts, hoodlums, prostitutes, then what's so bad about us being secretaries, CEOs, and billionaires Mm. What's so bad about showing that image? And because I feel like it's like, well, you know, advertisers won't advertise if we don't have, you know, these stereotypical images or what is the message that they're sending? Because I fight too. (laughs) I'm going to just give you a little bit of my experience. I was at, I won't say what network I was working development for a specific network and they wanted to have like the first all black bachelor type reality show. Right. But they wanted the black man to be bisexual. Oh, and I was like, Oh, you know, I don't have any, I don't have, you know, like I totally support the community. I'm like, like I'm in the community. So I, it's, it's like, You know, I just thought it was very interesting that the first black bachelor for this new show had to be bisexual. And I was just like, when I look at all the bachelor shows, none of them were bisexual. Why does the first black one have to be? And and the way the show was set up was all it was going to be multiple men. Right. It was going to be multiple bachelors. Right. But but, you know, the show was going to somehow segue into it just being about him but it was going to start off somewhere else but they wanted him to be bisexual now now i had you know like as far as casting i had like you know black men that were like big executives at like google and like all these like prestigious companies right and i knew i was just like ooh, the last thing i want is for you know someone with such an amazing job to come on a show and then they're living with you know bisexual men and they're uncomfortable for whatever right. reason like because they have a right to feel however they want to feel and then mm-hmm. they may do or say something and then their career is over right, right? so right. my whole thing was, was like why why does that have to, why does the black one have to be bisexual and they were like right. african-american community needs to be more open and they need to this and i said well why is that your story like, exactly. And your like, responsibility. Who told, you, who told you that you need to be that person? Like, right. why do you feel this is the way to do that? And I was just like, I don't I don't agree with that. You know, be, I, I like I think that you're going to be putting all these men with all these prestigious jobs in a position where, you know, they may 
feel uncomfortable or say something or do something that is just like, hey, like I'm cool, but I don't I don't need it in my space. And then their entire career is over. I don't want to be a part of that. And I'm just saying that to say, like, when it comes down to networks and production companies making decisions, number one thing that they brought up, you know, is numbers. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when we have all these other shows, you know, when we have which I love the drama, I ain't going front. I am am watching the drama. I am watching everything, but I don't particularly cast the drama because I'm on the side where I believe there needs to be an equal amount of balance. I think that's the issue. We don't have the balance. So when I come up to them, when I was asking them why, they were like, well, statistically, this is happening and Black people are watching this and this is what they want to watch and this is what they like. And they threw numbers at me. And I was like, oh, damn. Like, what can I say about that? And and my whole thing was just like, you know, I, I said to them, I was just like, we can't just rely on the numbers of what is happening currently, right? Because just because this is what's happening currently does not mean if we had another option, the numbers would not transition to that. But you're not giving right. us the option. You're just exactly. to what what you're seeing currently. And I don't know if y'all remember in the 90s, New York was on top hip hop wise. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But when, and yes. nobody was checking for Atlanta. Right. Nobody was checking for Atlanta in those 90s. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. Atlanta got a chance and took over and they are still reigning. So that is my example of saying like, just because currently we're not there does not mean that we can't transition to something else. So it's all about numbers. So you watching, you know, and I'm a part of it because I do watch it. I watch Love and Hip Hop. I watch Mm -hmm. The Housewives, which let me just say the reason why The Housewives popped off is because of Atlanta. Right. Atlanta is the counterpart for all the right. other season the black and it's, not, the it's black been black. number one for years that's just you know when we talk to networks about things it's all about numbers and what people are currently watching so they like to stay in those areas and for whatever reason when it comes to the black community the shows where it's drama they loud they got you know they wearing all this makeup and they looking this and the luxurious stuff they're like oh this is what black people want to see this is what right. it is and it is nothing more insulting to already be the on, one of the only black people working on black shows, right? Right. Or on shows, period, whether it's black or white. And to have someone who's not in our culture tell me what black people want to see, want to watch, what they want to look like, what they want to talk about. And I'm like, I'm the demographic that you're trying to reach. Right. We might watch the mess. Right. But we need a balance of other stuff. So right. it, it's not necessarily like I don't feel like they're saying like, oh, all black people are loud and all black people are this. They're looking at the numbers of what we're watching. Right. And so they're based in their decision on that. And they're also I think that I do feel insulted. I do feel that there's an arrogance to feel as though, you know, my experience when the only way you can know my experience is to be black. Mm-hmm. And you can, uh, anything other than that, in my opinion, you are hypothesizing. I had a conversation. I had this really great interview, a podcast, and it was a white woman that was interviewing me. And we were talking and being a mom and the similarities of being a mom. I said, but the experiences are totally different. When my son leaves my house, you know, I embrace him and pray to God that he doesn't feel the embrace in the, in the way in which I'm holding him because he has to walk out into this world and he's a black man. He can't disguise that. 
Mm-hmm. And also, you know, I have a monologue, Miles, you know, don't, you know, this, 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 this. And then I tell him I love him and he's off. Mm-hmm. And I said, is that the way you say goodbye to your son? And right. it was complete silence. And she said, no. And I said, that is the difference culturally. Mm-hmm. So when you say you understand, you don't understand. That's something that you're saying. Mm-hmm. But to truly understand my experience, you understand my pain. You understand, you know, me just putting myself in a mindset of being positive and 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 knowing that the angels are wrapping their arms around my children, my granddaughter. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, I think it's so arrogant to, you know, I've been in that room on a sitcom where a black sitcom, one black writer, and everybody is telling my client what they're, they're saying, what they're thinking. And they're like, I don't, I wouldn't say that. I don't think like that. But based on now these numbers, right? <laughs> this is how we're supposed to be, right? Please. I just think it's crazy that we're in 2020 and we, 2022 and we're having this conversation. One of the conversations I have in casting, I wanted to ask you, like, you know, you're in the reality world. You're also, you know, it's it's not a big transition if you chose to go to live action. And I'm sure you've been offered TV shows and mm-hmm. films. Do you feel in terms of the community out there for Black casting directors and casting directors of color, do you feel that you guys have an even platform? At, in comparison? As to- your colleagues, as your white colleagues? Oh, absolutely still- not. Absolutely. And is that something that is known within the casting community? Yeah. Or is it just, it's you know... Not- it's known. It's known. And there are so many Zooms. I'm so tired of talking about it. Wow. <laughs> There's so many Zooms where all of us really? come together, you know, because I'm in I'm in the commercial reality world. Right. However, I have like friends like Thea Washington, who she just did oh. a HBO show that yeah. just came out I'm really excited about. And, you know, she does film and commercial and reality as well. So, you know, her and I and it's like a, a list of black people casting people, we come together like, okay, what are we going to do? What are we going to do about this? And at this point, I'm just tired of talking. Yeah. I'm just tired of talking because, you know, there's some who's, who's about the fight. And then there's some who's just going to, okay, sure. Yeah. And just want the check. You know what I'm saying? And those are the people I can't even. Yeah even mess with but it's definitely known um in reality television you know actually one of my friends jazzy can't remember her last names uh, last name right now but jazzy wrote a open letter to cbs a couple years ago regarding the bachelor and and told them she let them have it she told them what was going on because there was a lot of racism going on wrote an open letter every blog picked it up and cbs rearranged a lot of things Okay. Wow. They even and that was the catapult to a lot of these networks now having mandates about there has to be a certain amount of African American people on every casting team because before it was like maybe one. Mm. And I'm talking about I'm talking about some of these shows that we're watching that have all black cast for many mm-hmm. years, all white casting people. Wow. Like nobody black, you know. Mm. So now there's mandates that are out, which is very interesting too, because, okay, yes, now they're forced to find more of us, right? And have us on the team. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they're putting us in entry level positions. Mm, wow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, but I have to say there are companies um, like Vital Casting, right? Mm-hmm. They were the girls behind Project Runway. Now, mm, now we're making the cut every season. Right. 
And they are a group of Caucasian women um, and Spanish because Jen is Spanish, too. She's um, she's Mac, who are fighting for us and are like actually <laughs> on our side. So there are some, you know, people who are, you know, not in the culture who are like, no, like we need this and are giving us yeah. the right titles, giving us the right pay, because that's the other right. thing. Like, you know, they, they give us a decision. Do you want the title or do you want the compensation? Right. And so sometimes well, that's. That puts us in a position because if we have the title, then the next one, we might be able to get the compensation, you know, needed. So it's like, it's very known. We definitely make less. We're not offered a lot of the high level positions. However, the the mandates I say have somewhat helped, Mm -hmm. but it's still putting us in that position where either they hire us for like a month, you know what I mean? Wow. Um, To be able to say, or yeah. hire a whole bunch of associates and assistants to, you know, and take pictures like, wow, look at our team. Wow. But they're wow. all assistants. They really don't have any say. They're just doing right. whatever you tell them to do. So it comes down to, for one, this is the thing that is very interesting to me. A lot of these black owned companies that are doing these reality shows, they're doing co-partnership deals with production companies who are all white. Right. Uh, so then what happens is those are the ones who are going to be making decisions before, right. oh. before it even gets to the network. Right? right. Right. So it's like we need to, you know, like these all these celebrities and artists and personalities who want to get in reality television, they need to start doing a diversity check because a lot of them I know are not. I'm not going to call them out, but a right. lot of those that we watching, they need to start checking to see who is casting this, who yeah. Who for this because first of all when you have somebody who's in the culture casting and who understands the culture who understands you know even if it was a fashion show if someone who was into fashion you're going to get better options you know because most of the time most yeah. of the time people are just on instagram flipping and right. responds right and they're not doing the groundwork i just want to say because this has been, I, I didn't know, and I allowed Spirit to direct us. This has been a phenomenal interview, and I am just levitating right now. We have really one minute. If oh. you could give us, um, we're going to go into class and session, so I'm, if okay. there's more you want to give, but if there's one piece of advice that you could give these actors out here, what is that thing that when I have an opportunity to talk to actors, I'm going to tell them, give it well, to them. One thing um, when it comes to scripted, because I know most of your people are scripted. Yes. We, we mentioned the picture situation. That is so important because if I get a picture and you don't look like what I thought you look like, Ooh. I'm done. <laughs> mm. I'm done because our, our job is very visual, you know, and now everything is digital. So if I'm casting commercial, which is a lot, which is scripted. Right. Um, I'm casting commercials and you don't look like your hair is not the same. Your weight is not the same. Like your pictures need to be updated. Make sure your pictures are correct. And in the commercial world, you can submit different types of looks like how you talked about earlier. You right. know, if you want to go for this, this, you know, job, make sure you're submitting with the right picture that matches the description of what we're looking for. Because in commercials and film is two totally different ways we cast, Right. In film, you may have a great regular headshot and then we can be like, oh, they can probably be dressed this way and that. Commercials, we don't have time for that. 
We got two weeks to find you and we need you to look how you're looking in your picture and whatever vibe that we're looking for, submit that picture that fits the vibe we're looking for. Pictures is very, very, very important. Excellent. And we're going to get some more tips from Asia because this was powerful. Yeah, it's powerful. And another confirmation as to I got a pitch inside the black box with myself and Joe Morton. Another reason why this show has to continue so that we can support these stories. And I got tired of talking about it too, Asia. That's why 18 years ago, I was like, we need a show called The Black Box. And then it evolved to Inside the Black Box. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be back, you guys, on the Spirited Active podcast with me, Tracy Moore, for class in session. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and we are still with casting director extraordinaire, Asia Liu. So this is how we play this game, Asia. I have two of my Spirit Actor alumni with me, Jaleesa Capri. Hey, Jaleesa. Hey. And we have Jamie Lincoln-Smith. Hi, Jamie. Hey, Tracy. Thank you for being here, you guys. So I am so excited to give you guys this opportunity to have the eyes of Asia Lu on you. <laughs> okay, Elsa Lathan, you ready for the narrative? I'm ready. All right, and on action. Misunderstood, written by Leanne Amato. Interior, Jackie's living room, evening. Jackie, a beautiful young mother, closes the door behind Dev as she invites him into the living room. 
You can see the concern on Jackie's face as Dev, a still for the streets father, tries to match her energy. Hey, thank you so much for coming over. I meant it when I told you I'm here for you. You know, I just, I just really need some guidance. You just tell me where to start. <laughs> I mean, well, what are you comfortable with sharing? I'll share it all with you. <laughs> She's missing it as she looks down into her hands full of worry. Yeah, I love that you're, you know, that you're so open with me. Mm. Well, now I just need to get you open. <laughs> well, I mean, I've shared so much already. Hey, we can start with your back. <clears throat> he leans, leans in to lay his hands on her shoulder and eventually makes his way down her spine right as she gets up and grabs a baby picture of her son. She stares at it. I mean, just tell me, what's the first thing that you would do? Well, first I would... God. What are you doing? Uh, uh, being your daddy, baby. Like you said. No, my daddy. I said my son needs a daddy. Uh, yeah, right. Of course. He needs a daddy. Well, you had so much to say on the phone. Woman. I don't even know where my own son is. I, I thought you wanted something else. <sighs> yep, I'm gonna walk myself out. Uh, good luck. And good night. <sighs> Just like that, he's gone. Wow, scene. Good job, you guys. Okay, I'm going to throw it over to Asia. Whatever you want to give them. Wow, I felt it. I, and damn, you know what? The show that I'm working on right now is full of these types of stories of y'all men. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, Ugh. it felt good. I like how you took the time to really feel what was going on, what was being said. It felt realistic. It felt good to me. The pacing I felt was good because it, I felt like you guys were like internalizing what you were talking about and, and what was happening and what feelings and emotions was going on. So that was really great. I was ready to hear more because I'm like, well, wait, hold on. What the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I, me too. Great. I think you did. I think you did really great. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what we do is we follow up with our guests, especially you, with a picture of resume okay. um, and, and reel of their stuff so that you can have it for your files. Not a problem. Okay, good job. I do, you know, commercials and reality. So as long as you're open to commercials, because that's where I still definitely use actors. And I do have a nice arsenal of a whole bunch of African-American casting directors. And we constantly talk about new people we found. And I definitely will forward it over to, to that group. 
Oh, thank you so thank much, you. Asia. I appreciate love that. Well, we want to give you a big old virtual hug because you have been phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. And I am so proud to be able to call you Nisi because yes. I remember you guys. And, and let me tell you something. Her work ethic was stupid. Can you imagine me like a, having a 10-year-old at New York Undercover the office and then bringing her home at night to her mother? Like, and then her mother's like, as long as she went to Tracy, she I loved it. I didn't even understand what I was really doing until later on. So I yeah. definitely thank you for that, Tracy. You're <laughs> absolutely welcome. And I always brag yes. about you. I love the fact <laughs> that you just took it and ran off. And I it used to ran. watch you like, oh, I hope she doesn't get a paper cut. Then I got to explain <laughs> it to her mother. <laughs> I loved it. And, and, you know, that goes to say with, you know, with young people, you got to bring, let them come and tag along because you never know where it's going to take me. And make sure everybody you watch making the cut on Amazon. Cause I do that every season. Make sure you watch American Idol. That's on now. Yes. Um, I'm hoping that my guy, my boy Jay goes far. I'm excited about him. And Yeah. But we're going to root for him and we're going to continue to root for you and send you mad love. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and get up for Asia Lou, <laughs> casting director extraordinaire. Thank you, Asia. And Thank we're going to be back on the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and I'm going to give you some love. And now it's time for Give Love. One of the things that I learn and continue to learn as I get wiser is in my observation, we just want the support and we want the applause, but we also want the love of our family and friends when we're pursuing a goal or a dream. And a lot of times I have conversations with my kids and Soraya, and we talk about um, haters, right? And I remember the first time we talked about haters and I said, you know what haters are? You remind people when you pursue your goals or you pursue your dreams, you remind people that they are not. And so it's easier to put you down. It's easier to drag you and make you feel bad than for me to actually go out, be committed, be passionate and pursue my dreams. So when people are coming at you with negative energy or negative thoughts, it has nothing to do with you. That's their stuff. And you remind them of that. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe the Legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited podcast. Thank you. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. 
Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter.